Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Thank you for joining me again. And the last day I'm going to share about wisdom this week. And so I hope that you will get something out of it. And I pray God will open your heart and your mind so we can be the best people we can be following the wisdom God has laid out for us. Our Heavenly Father, watch us this day. Lead us this day. Help us to be people that are wise in our choices, wise in our decisions. And God, that we would be there for everyone else that needs us to be their friend and to love on others. Use us for the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I want to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 through 4. We talk about a friendship in the Bible. We think of David and, uh, and uh, Jonathan, Saul's son, Jonathan. And I'm going to read out the 18th chapter, verse 1 through 4. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved his, him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe that he was wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic and even his sword and his bow and his belt. Jonathan loved David. David loved Jonathan. They had a great best friend relationship. They were able to share in life. You know, that they loved each other so much but later on, passage David became very popular, and Saul became jealous, and we know that Saul wanted to kill David. It had to be difficult on Jonathan, being the son of Saul, but David was his best friend. Saul was mad at Jonathan because he thought he was conspiring with David to take over. Folks, jealousy is certainly something the enemy uses to destroy his people. Certainly something he uses. Many people get jealous over things. Many couples get jealous over things. We try to do things to not make our spouse jealous. Sometimes they become jealous. Sometimes our friendships with others. I know uh, families that the, the, the husband will go out all the time with his friends and leave his wife alone. That's not a good thing. That's something that's not building a relationship. But yet you need to have good friends. I've got wonderful friends. I've got some great best friends that I spend time with. They have walked with me through good and through the bad and through the ugly. They've believed in me. They've encouraged me. We need that. That's what David and Jonathan were. That's why I stated earlier, use discretion in your relationships. I said that yesterday. Protect your integrity with people of God. Proverbs 17, 17 is saying, a friend is always loyal. If you have a true friend, they're going to be loyal to you them. They're loyal to you. If you're a friend to someone, be loyal. Help them. Love them. And certainly forgive them. People, you're going to get trampled on from time to time. Your friends may even do something you don't like. Instead of holding a grudge and taking it out on them, love them, forgive them, move forward. Sometimes friends say things that create a wedge in a relationship. Please learn to forgive. The Bible is clear that if we cannot forgive others, how can God forgive us? And folks, I believe I really believe that's one of the greatest wedges. You've heard me say this many times from this forum. It's one of the greatest wedges that cause people to drift away from God is a lack of forgiveness. Because God himself says, how can I forgive you if you don't forgive others? Well, a wonderful antidote is this. It's wisdom. It's be honest with your friends. Sometimes we just want our friends to feel good. In fact, they are making some 
terrible choices, and we refuse to give them advice. We let them fall down a path of destruction because we didn't want to hurt their feelings. Instead, their life is going into chaos because we said nothing. People, that's not using wisdom, and that's not a definition of a strong friendship. I'm thankful that in the church I pastor, we have people full of wisdom who give good advice. I have a number of friends that I go to when I seek advice because I need wisdom. I need instructions. There are things in life that I am not necessarily gifted at. My my wife breathes a lot of wisdom in my life, and sometimes I get a little cranky trying to accept it because I don't want to accept it, but yet God has given her a lot of discernment. She is a great woman of discernment. You know, unfortunately at times I respond from the seat of my pants, and then there is consequences. Seeking advice many times is a humbling experience because we don't want people to think we're weak. Sometimes it's hard to be a transparent with people. Even as a pastor, sometimes people have questions, maybe they're biblical questions, that I don't know exactly the answer to. I've got an idea, but I don't know. The, so we sometimes we try to give them the best we can instead of saying, hey, let me contact my friend. Let me talk to somebody that knows this better. I've got friends that really know things. I've got a friend in California that's a professor. He used to be a professor at Regent University, and he's very biblically sound. And, he, and I ask him questions. Things that I'm with people perplexing things that I really don't know the answer to. And, and not necessarily he does, but at least he gives me wisdom of how to handle it. Then we need to listen to God's word. Proverbs twelve twenty six says the godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked leave them astray. The godly give good advice to their friends. That is why you go to godly people for advice. When you got things going in your life, you need to have a godly friend. You need to have a godly counselor, someone that will help you through, someone that will give you some ideas that will walk you down the right path. You know, you start seeking advice of the things of the world and people of the world that have no desire to know God and they have no spiritual inclination. You're going to get advice that has nothing to do with the Spirit of God. People of God, if we're going to use wisdom— if we're going to be the wisest people we can use, find people that will help you. I love it in churches, and our church is one too, that we have small groups uh, during the fall, and small groups get together, and during that time, they have studies, and during that time, people ask questions of each other, and they start building each other. They start building ideas, and they can answer questions that other people have. I think that's great. I think we need a bond of people. Most people have best friends in their lives, people they turn to, and he asked questions too. I had a friend here uh, a couple weekends ago. His name is Paul. He, I went to Greenlee Friends Academy with him back in the 70s. And Paul is a man of wisdom. He has a lot of advice. He shared some videos with me and, and, and told me some things. But uh, what I appreciate about Paul is, man, he has good advice. And he walks with God and, and he knows what he's doing. And I'm so glad about that. Him and I talk on the phone. Isn't that fun? The, the seven, 1971, you know, I went to the academy, Greenleaf, in 71 and 72. I told Paul this week, I said, those are the two of the greatest years of my life. I grew in the Lord. I love the people. They're still my best friends today. I think of my friend Warren and Don and Larry and Paul, and I think of you know the others out there, and my friend Devon and Bev and and 
and uh, I liked this little girl named Luann years ago. I had a horrible crush on her in ninth grade. And I, you know, I think of all those good times with my friend Lois. I did a lot of different people out there I still friends with. And I, in fact, I ran into, uh, I think, Devon or son Kenny a while back, and they said they listened to my show from time to time. So I was thrilled about that. But I tell you what, Greenleaf brought a lot of joy to my life. It was the best decision I ever made. In fact, if you're looking for a Christian school, Man, a Greenleaf Friends Academy out in Greenleaf, it's small, but I'm telling you what, you'll you'll develop friends of a lifetime, for a lifetime. I'm very proud to be associated with the academy. And I ended up going to George Fox, uh, Quaker School, too. So there you go. I have a lot of, lot of connection with the Friends people. See, I got off on Friends because I started talking about Paul. In fact, this weekend, I'm meeting with my friend Warren. We're going to spend a lot of time together. He now comes to my church all the way from Caldwell, drives over uh, to Cloverdale and uh, – He's a wise. He's certainly a wise man too. It's great to be able to share with him. Well, I'll get back on track here. So as we think of uh, friends, let's run with people that know God. And I'm so thankful. My friends, they know God, and and we're able to share together. But when you get around people that want to live contrary to the things of God, then get your running shoes on. And as uh, says in that great Forrest Gump, "Run, Forrest, run, run away from those." that don't know God and that are leading you astray. If you're surrounding yourself with people that want you to go drinking all the time, want you to go partying all the time, want you to live away from God's word, if I were you, I'd make a better decision and choose some people that are going to lead you down a path of righteousness. People that try to lead you into immorality, people that try to lead you away from the things of God, people, make a decision. My My dad always told me, he said, son, Run from the very appearance of evil. And he used that term, run from the appearance of evil. I had people in high school that wanted me to go drinking parties with them. And I'm so grateful for my parents' influence prepared me to say no to those things. You know, I never I never went to a party. I was in the sports era, and I was in the, I played, and I knew everybody, and I was very social. But you know what? I never went to one of those parties. I chose not to do it because my folks, the influence they had, I recognized I didn't want to do that. I'm so glad. We live in an incredible world of compromise these days. We justify sin all around us and justify why we do what we do. I'm telling you that we all give and that we're going to all give an account to our lives, to our Savior. And, you know, we need to use wisdom and discretion in how we live. I hear stories all the time that certainly causes me sorrow. Because even Christian people give into the world antics and it crush the influence they could have had on people's lives. No longer do they have an influence. In fact, they're leading people astray because they're saying, oh, that's how a Christian lives? Oh, a Christian can live just like the rest of the world. They don't have to be any different. Stand out. Be different. Be bold. I love the Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart, soul, and mind, and I'm going to be someone who lives a life for him. I may not be perfect but I'm going to walk with him. Choose wisdom. Choose to walk upright and to make the best choices you can. Make every day better. And when you stumble, jump back to your feet and say, I'm going to do better next time. I'm going to be better. God will help me. He loves you. He has a remarkable plan for your life. He has things in your life that will help you. He will give you strength. But I tell you, stay in God's word. Stay in prayer. Stay in the body of Christ, find a good Bible-believing church, or at least watch it online during these times. And you know what? Have Christian friends that will help you and pray with you and stand on the promises of Almighty God 
and you will use the wisdom that God has given you, and your life will be better for it. Lord bless you. I hope you have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.